Hey, you found us again. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast again. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner, Matt Story, and ASU basketball has done something they've rarely done since the return of the Pac-12 tournament. They won their first game. They won a game. They won a game and and uh, advanced to the semifinals. Furthest advancement in 10 years uh, since the 09 close call. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, good, good night. ASU uh, jumped out in the final four minutes of the first half to open up a 16-point lead at halftime, 45-29. They extended the lead in the second half to as many as 23 before UCLA put together a number of runs, cutting the lead to single digits. ASU ultimately hangs on for an 83-72 win. Xylan Cheatham with a double-double, 13 points, 13 boards. The one downside for ASU is... UCLA hung around so much that they weren't able to get in subs and rest, really. Valtanen and Scheibel came in for the last 16 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but, you you know, you can't expect that. Uh, like, I mean, it would have been nice to, you know, win by 25 and and have a, you know, a big cushion and get guys in. But, you know, that's that's the conference tournament. You know, you're going to play every day and you just, you got to, you got to find a way to, get that energy back tomorrow night um and and you know the team we're playing is gonna gonna have the same problem i mean and if it's oregon they'll have they'll have played two games so you know no excuses just gotta keep on keep on going for the bruins jalen hands and chris wilkes scored 21 and 25 respectively and yeah. were 10 of 20 from three keeping ucla in the game the rest of the bruins were 0 for 5 from three For for ASU, early struggles missed their first six three-point attempts, finished six of 16 from three, and also only 17 of 26 from the line. For scoring 83 points, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, An interesting game because, you know, we we had the lead the entire second half and, and, you know, really, really outplayed them, but it was it was interesting. I, I listened to it on the radio. I don't know about you. Uh, I did I the same, Kyle. Yeah, the, at one point uh, with ten minutes to go in the second half, uh, Tim Healy warned us: could could ASU be blowing it? And with four <laughs> minutes to go in yeah. the second half, he was content to talk about us advancing. So right, and then and then you know even even in that last four minutes, you know some of the some of the ways they described the game, you would have thought, boy, you know, I mean, like they're talking about it and, you know, the score is, is, you know, 82 to 70. Like, you know, like, boy, you'd think it was the opposite, the way they're talking about it. Um, UCLA but, uh, never got closer than nine uh, no, no. down the stretch. So, so. Yeah, so it, it was a game that was, you know, relatively in hand, obviously, you know, in basketball and nine-point lead. I mean, I watched some games today, you know, Ohio State, played Indiana and was up by 10 and in the blink of an eye it was three. So, you know, obviously, you know, you know, things can turn quick, but they never did in this game. And, um, you know, we, we found a way to win, um, gets us to the, to the magic number that we set, uh, you know, ourselves, whether it matters, who knows, but, you know, four weeks ago, going into that Cal Stanford week, we said if we could win five more games total, we'd feel good. Well, this was the fifth. We went four and one, you know, down the stretch in the regular season, and now won a game here in the conference tournament. Twenty-two wins. Um, you know, if we win two more, we don't have anything to worry about on Sunday. But uh, uh, what do you think? I mean, have have we done enough to feel good, or do we need to win one more to feel like an at-large is a sure thing? Uh, where do you stand? Uh, 
I feel good if they, you know, I think it depends on if it's Oregon or Utah tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah's a better record. Oregon has a better resume. I was going to say, it's weird. Yeah, because, you know, Utah's the three seed, but yet Oregon's the team that's got, you know, the better tournament resume. I mean, they're, they're not going to get it at large, I, I don't think, but they're more realistic to get one than Utah. So yeah, I, I don't know which one is actually better for us. Probably Oregon, really. I I tonight will be hoping Oregon pulls out the win. If only because I'd rather play them in their third straight game than yeah, Utah true. in their second. Um, true, true. You hope that, uh, you know, over, over the course of time, uh, three games and three nights, you know, has a, has an impact on a team. Um, especially in the second half, if you can, you know, get them into a second half game. Now we did just face Oregon, and that that you know four and one stretch to finish the year. That one is the Oregon game, and they blew us out of the water. You know, worst worst loss of the season uh, by by margin at least. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, they they seem to be playing very well. They finished four and zero. Um, you know, they beat Washington at Washington. They, they pounded both Arizona schools in the second to last weekend, uh, you know, set the conference tournament record for scoring margin last night, 33 points, which is, you know, largest win in conference tournament history, short history, but still uh, notable. So they're playing well. And so part of me wants Utah to win. And the other part of me agrees with you about Oregon. And, and you know, again, beating them would probably be more of a statement than beating Utah if we can beat either one. Going back to your question, though, I think the bubble has firmed a little with us on the inside. Um, I think so, too. To the extent you believe Joe Lenardi and and those things, we're we're no longer in the last four in. Right, right. And we got some positive developments today over the – I mean, some not. But, you know, for the most part, um, you know, other – some other bubble teams lost – which means, you know, they're going to still be on the bubble. No automatic bids, you know, for TCU, NC State, Creighton, uh, St. John's, uh, you know, Florida and Alabama both won in the SEC. I was hoping that one or both of them would lose. But, uh, you know, they uh, we've gotten, you know, Oklahoma lost last night in the Big 12. Texas is losing right now to Kansas. So, I mean, the more you can get a little help from some of these teams, Georgetown's getting blown out by Seton Hall, so they're probably out, you know, I, we're we're uh, we're getting a little bit of the help we need to to feel pretty good. The, the the ones that I'm keeping an eye on now more so are the Mount West and the MAC because if if Buffalo can win the MAC and Nevada or Utah State can win the Mount West, those you know those aren't a bit stolen from another at large team basically because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. those teams are probably getting in. I mean Nevada and Buffalo are, are locks. Utah State, I, I think, will probably get in at large. Utah State's a tricky one for me because they're kind of a bubble team, but also we beat them. So the better they are, the, the better that win looks when it comes down to the final analysis. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I After that tier, you know, barring something crazy happening with the last three and a half minutes of this Duke-Syracuse game, you know, the ACC is going to go to a team that is in. Yeah, um, Syracuse is going to get in either way. I mean, you yeah. know, like the, the more we can get to, uh, you know, like the Big Ten, you know, Nebraska is still yeah. in the tournament. They they won a couple games. Yeah. We need to, we need to see that story come to an end. Um, you know, the uh, 
the West Virginia in the Big 12. You know, they've made the semifinals. Those those type of crazy bid stealers are obviously the ones that are a little bit concerning. But yeah, the you know the ACC has kind of gotten thinned out to the teams that are going to make it anyway. Um, the Big 12 outside of West Virginia has as well. Big 10 pretty much outside of, of Nebraska. Uh, although Illinois, I think, is playing tonight, so they can yeah, still Yeah, they're down 10 early in the second half. That's all they were down at the half, yeah. You know, so, yeah, the, the more we can get to some of these other, you know, major conferences getting to the team, you know, South Carolina and the SEC, we need to see them, you know, go out because uh, they're not getting a large, which is which is weird because they actually are the four seed in the SEC tournament, but we're, we're so poor non-conference, they have no chance to get in at large. Um uh, so yeah, those those type of ones are are important, obviously. But uh, you know, I, I think we've I think we've done enough. Um, but again, I think the only way you know I'll feel totally comfortable is obviously to win two more games and get that auto bid. Because even if we win tomorrow night and then lose in the final, there's still going to be a little bit of anxiety all day Sunday. Yeah. I I think the best case scenario for us is playing Washington in the final. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, because then it, then it feels. I mean, that feels like Washington's getting in regardless. I'm, I'm 99% confident that they're going to get in regardless of what happens. And so, if we play them in the final, you know, obviously, if we win, we get the auto bid. If we lose, you know, we're still well positioned to get that second Pac-12 bid, which there might only be two available. Um, I, I think there probably would be in that case. Um, and so that's, that's, I think, yeah, best case scenario is, uh, we win tomorrow, Washington wins tomorrow and we get, we get that game again. And, you know, obviously hopefully we could beat them, but Colorado's playing well and Oregon's playing well. And so, you know, can't, can't write those teams out yet. And obviously Utah hasn't, hasn't played yet in this tournament. So we'll see what they look like tonight. Yeah. But overall ASU with the rare conference tournament victory, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a nice one to get. I mean, so many times, I don't know if you were, you know, feeling this way throughout the day, but I certainly was. You just remember so many of these conference tournament games that you felt like, okay, we should win this. We 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 got to win this. We need this. Well, I mean, we we dropped it. a five twelve game. That it, yes. it, it comes right we down to that five twelve game. Yeah. Um, Twenty ten, we dropped the the two. I think it was two versus ten because I think Stanford was the ten. You know, we were the two in 2010, and we lost the first game, much like this scenario. So, yeah, I, we've we've uh, we've had a few that it's like, you know, okay, we got to get this one, and we haven't gotten it. And so this is this is a load off just to feel like, okay, you know, we we won the one it felt like we had to have, and now you know, hopefully we can continue to do it, and you know, uh, by tomorrow I may feel differently and feel like, okay, we got to have this one too because that's that's what being a sports fan this time of year is all about. But uh, I feel pretty good. You know, we've we've uh, we finally started to string together some good performances. Took a while, but you know, we've won five out of six, and I think six out of eight or something like that. So, you know, we've finally shown a little bit more consistency down the stretch compared to what we were doing for for most of the conference season. Yeah. Well, we play tomorrow night. It might actually, uh, I believe, be on a network that everyone yes. can get. It is. So. It's on the mothership. ESPN, yes, yes. But Bill Walton and Dave Pash will be on the call. I, I guess Walton was on the call on Pac-12 Network. I couldn't tell you. Of course, don't know, and neither do you. But apparently, he was. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get to listen to him tomorrow night. It'll 
it'll be a late Friday night for, for me and you, I'm assuming. Um, but it'll be worth it. You know, it's always good to see ASU playing some important games on Friday in the Pac-12 tournament. We haven't seen very many of those. Yeah. I hope they get the Pac-12 network in that $7,500 a night suite that Larry Scott's staying in. <laughs> You'd hope so, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we are in the, the spot we're in. That's the, one of the first things I texted you about, you know, when the, when the brackets came out was, hey, if we win one game, then our second game and obviously the championship game is actually on real TV where we can watch them. So yeah, I mean so from from uh, here on out, however long ASU's season yeah, continues, we'll, we'll be, be able, able to watch. watch. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes, whether it's uh, whether it's this or, or the NCAA tournament, as it hopefully will be, uh, and hopefully not on Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean, that's like look, I'd take getting in over not getting in, but yeah, I sure it'd would. Be, it'd be nice like, to not play Dayton games yeah, again. I sure would like to be in on Thursday or Friday this year because uh, you felt you feel a little chipped when you make it, but you're out before the actual tournament starts on Thursday morning. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can. And obviously, you know, winning the tournament would assure that because we wouldn't we wouldn't get one of those last at large spots. So that's another reason to you know let's just let's just go on and win it. But we're not winning the national championship. And so this feels a little bit like 2009 where, you know, we got a chance to actually win something here. We got a chance to say we were Pac-12 champions with two more wins. So let's let's go get it. Why the hell not? Yeah. Well, we'll be with you guys to walk through what happens. Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.